It's Humboldt Today with John Kennedy O'Connor. Welcome to Humboldt Today, Lost Coast Outpost's brand new newscast, bringing you the news from the Lost Coast and beyond with me, John Kennedy O'Connor. On Monday, Humboldt Today brought you the report of changes to student accommodation policies at Cal Poly Humboldt, which will potentially see second-year students evicted from student housing next semester. Today, hundreds of students and community members rallied at the campus to voice their concerns at the reported changes. Fears are growing that the lack of housing on campus in Arcata will lead to student homelessness, while others complain that living off campus with inadequate transportation available will make life very difficult for students. Several of the protesters spoke to Stephanie McGeary from Humboldt Today. The main thing that I found really problematic is how they just kind of didn't notify us at all this was going to be happening, just kind of like thought they could sneak it in, um, which I find like really disrespectful to us as students. Yeah, me and my friends, uh, we have six of us, and we were planning on moving into the um, campus apartments uh, next year, and we had a whole plan out, and then just a few days ago we had to change the entire plan. We're having to find off-campus housing because we don't think they're going to be able to fit all of us together. A lot of us don't have modes of transportation, so if we're living off campus, how are we going to get to and from? And I'm not going to live in a car because I don't even have a car. Yesterday is the second panicked phone call I've ever made to my mom about worrying that I was going to be houseless. Every single person who is going to lose their house on campus is now going to have to fight the same way that my partner and I did, homeless for week after week. And that was before they kicked all students who live on campus, off campus. So I just want to... I have no house. Cal Poly Humboldt issued a press release Monday acknowledging the concerns of students and their families about the availability of quality, affordable housing, going on to state that the university is providing other temporary housing options, although nothing concrete has yet been proposed to alleviate the potential crisis. The Arcata Police Department have confirmed that a body found Tuesday on Highway 101 north of Oric is that of missing Washington resident 69-year-old Carol Johnson. Former Humboldt citizen Mr Johnson had disappeared from his fishing boat moored in Eureka in January as he was journeying back to Washington from Southern California. The inquiry into his disappearance had led the APD to the area in Oric where the body was discovered, but the investigation into his death remains ongoing as no cause of death or the circumstances surrounding his demise have yet been determined. Anyone with information relating to Mr Johnson's disappearance and death is asked to contact the APD. We have an update now on the search for the 74-year-old woman missing since Saturday in the Gasky area, with search crews confirming that the unnamed woman's dog was found along with articles of clothing in a highly inaccessible part of the French Hill Road area. The US Coast Guard helicopter service is assisting with the search in some areas where the terrain is described as steep and the brush dense. Four search and rescue staff spent the night on the mountainside after it became too dark to safely return from the area they were searching. One of the team was treated for hypothermia today as a result. Over 200 personnel are assisting with the search, including the woman's family who have travelled from Korea. The clean-up efforts from the December 20 earthquake and aftershocks continue with Caltrans announcing a limited supply of free clean-up vouchers for Rio Dell residents. The voucher will allow anyone in the city to self-haul earthquake debris and dispose of it at no cost at the Recology Eel River facility in Fortuna. 
The vouchers are available today on a first-come, first-served basis at the Rio del Fire Hall on Centre Street, and any remaining vouchers can be claimed at City Hall until February 22nd. Meanwhile, a reminder that the deadline for applying for the Small Business Administration disaster loans is March 6. Applications can be made online, but the Rio del Outreach Centre will close on February 10th. The Humboldt County OES tweeted earlier today reminding all Rio del residents who have carried out repairs not to remove any of the red, green or yellow tags from residences until the building has been inspected and is deemed safe to discard the tags. Eureka City Council met Tuesday. Our Izzy van der Heiden reports that the civic pride has gone way up in Eureka in recent years. That's according to a recent survey from the city's tourism, marketing and branding consultant, Eddie Alexander. Jennifer Eddy, President and Chief Strategist at Eddie Alexander, told councillors said local residents are much more likely to recommend visiting Eureka to a friend or colleague than they were back in 2019, noting a 200% positive increase in how people feel about their community. Check out Izzy's story on The Outpost to find out more on yesterday's meeting. And check out The Outpost Ryan Burns, who has a detailed report on yesterday's Board of Supervisors meeting and the concerns raised over the county's funding and spending priorities. As Humboldt Today reported yesterday, all Humboldt residents will see their energy bills reduced in the coming weeks thanks to the California Climate Credit. The California Public Utilities Commission met Tuesday with various state energy agencies looking at long-term ways to bring down the cost of California's soaring household gas prices. But California imports nearly 90% of its gas supplies and Governor Gavin Newsom wrote to federal agencies on Monday urging an investigation into potential price manipulation of these imports that have seen soaring prices. In addition to accelerating the climate credit rebates for PG&E customers, the Public Advocates Office of the Utilities Commission is proposing spreading the increased gas costs over three to six months to make billing more affordable and mitigate the risk of disconnections. More on this story from CalMatters can be found on the outpost. Yesterday's Humboldt Today reported the success of clean-up efforts in the Cochrane Creek Channel that have proven successful in restoring the estuary habitats for endangered fish in Humboldt waters. Now the North Coast Regional Water Quality Control Board have issued a fine of over $500,000 against Trinity County cannabis cultivators for failing to clean up sediment discharges to the Trinity River tributaries that have threatened the river's fish habitats. The penalty was increased when the unlicensed cultivators failed to appear at a board meeting last week. The four-acre property at Hayfork was growing cannabis commercially but without any legal permits. The board claimed the cultivation had impacted the water quality of the nearby streams, but the growers ignored all the board's orders to complete clean-up efforts. Meanwhile, the Mendocino Cannabis Alliance, representing cannabis operators in the county, submitted a 16-page letter today to Governor Gavin Newsom, documenting the county's failure to establish a process for moving small and legacy cannabis cultivators towards state annual licensure. The MCA protests that 62% of Humboldt County cultivators have transitioned, compared to 1% in Mendocino, six years into the permitting process. Part of the complaint details their financial disadvantages this has given local cultivators compared to their Humboldt counterparts. With state deadlines for permit processing approaching on July 1st, MCA's letter documents how nearly all small cannabis cultivators in Mendocino are now at imminent risk of losing their state licences. While the state allocated over $17 million in grant funding to assist Mendocino local government with permit processing in 2021, the letter documents a lack of public accounting in how those funds have been spent. 
Cooperation Humboldt's Cooperative Agriculture Network has announced a free online academy on starting, co on starting cooperatively owned businesses in the legal cannabis industry. The academy begins via Zoom on February 9th and there will be seven more courses in the coming weeks covering everything from finances to business models. All the details of how to participate can be found at cooperationhumboldt.com can. A Creative Education Symposium has been announced by the County Office of Education, scheduled for March 25th at Eureka Sequoia Conference Centre. All educational, arts and community members are invited to register now for the opportunity to enhance teaching skills and explore creative ways to engage students. This year's keynote speaker is Dr Susie Wise of the D School at Stanford University and there will be art-related workshops. Registration is now open at my.hcoe.net slash CES2023 or for more information contact Stacey Young at sYoung at hcoe.org. In our Humboldt Today weather outlook for tomorrow, we should be experiencing a day of bright sunshine before the rain returns on Friday. Thursday's high temperatures for the county are expected to average 56 degrees with mainly clear skies. Eureka will see lows of 45 overnight and into the morning, but that's much warmer than last night, and they'll be rising to 56 Thursday afternoon. It will be even warmer and brighter in Arcata and Fortuna, where highs are expected of 58 and 60 degrees respectively. Inland at Hooper, it will be a veritably toasty 66. Winds out of the south will be a gentle 5 to 10 miles an hour, yet out on the water, our old friend the Small Craft Advisory remains in place through to Friday. Yesterday's Humboldt Today pointless poll results indicate that Humboldt County is not much of a hotspot for theatre-goers. For today's poll, after this morning's student protests, here's your chance to let the world know how you would solve the Cal Poly housing challenges. The outpost has learned several of today's protesters seem less than keen on the idea of a barge floating on Humboldt Bay as one potential remedy. We also receive email from concerned parents aghast at the idea of their children being housed in a Motel 6. Well, who can blame them? And those are the main stories around the Lost Coast today. Click on the homepage for all the details of these stories and much, much more on what's happening in our local area on lostcoastoutpost.com. Join us next time for the next Humboldt Today. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.